welcome to this very impromptu episode of Randoming Up the Randomness podcast. I did not plan on making this episode. Uh, yeah, um, I'm your host, Carissa, and today we are going to talk about episode uh, three of season of season five of the White Vault podcast. I just have to get my my feelings in a little bit that was a shocker that that was a that was a shocker ks that's you <laughs> what i do i don't even know what's happening anymore i'm just freaking out like what the actual balls the ball spaghetti ah! <laughs> okay first and foremost this uh the white vault if you don't know is an absolutely brilliant podcast i've actually talked about it on um podcasts that i listen to it's one of the podcasts that i um highly recommend to people getting into like fiction podcasts or even podcasts in general just it's just mind-blowingly good how it is like narratively like it gives you so little but it gives you a lot at the same time it's a paradox uh but (laughs) That's the truth. I think every single White Vault fan would probably feel the same. Um, so here in here forth after there will be spoilers. There's gonna be spoilers after this point. So yes, uh, listen at your discretion if you've not listened to episode uh five hundred three um inside. I just need to talk about it because I've been this. I've re listened to every single episode of the current roster of available episodes like at least twice minimum i think three should be the minimum at this point because i've just i really i listen to re-listen all the time because i'm always trying to glean new clues as to what what the monsters are what's happening yeah i don't really want to get too far into the white vault just know that there's a lot of spooky shit happening there are monsters and people becoming monsters um yeah just give it a listen is all i'm saying um (laughs) i'm not really making this podcast to go and like introduce the white vault again it's already there i've done that before i'm just here to talk about what i'm feeling and breaking down just episode 503 Okay, first and foremost, um, stats, I am devastated. Peter Lewis, how? How did you make your voice just break apart like that? Like, I don't get it. Like, I don't understand how you you just managed to make it so sad. And so, like, I'm still really very much, until today, five seasons on, I'm still very, very floored by the uh, amount of love I have for Rosa and Graham. I don't think this is something that I will get over anytime soon. And it's so rare for me, like, to actually ship, uh, not to say a head couple, but, like, to, to ship something that I don't even know the face of. Uh, first and foremost, I don't, I don't really know much beyond that two season, um, expanse that they have spent together in my ears, um, uh, beyond the few moments that they had together as like they together together in the first season, um. So it, it just, 
it floors me how Rosa and Graham have actually taken root and just have occupied space in my heart. And I, I credit Stats' brilliant, brilliant writing for this. And Peter Lewis's like wonderful delivery um, as, as, as Graham. I, I cannot. I hope Rosa makes an appearance this particular season. I just, I really do hope because Graham needs a happy ending. Okay, the sad, the sad. Russian Canadian man deserves a, a happy ending. And um, yeah. <laughs> uh oh gosh. I haven't had breakfast, so I, I really need to finish this up and I need to just have breakfast already. So um another thing that I, I kind of I've I've been actually speculating for like the past three seasons long already as to why Jonas could have been um the one to be scratched up, dinged up, and turned into one of the monsters. Um, I I think, for me personally, I believe that Hulda has the, like, some ulterior motive. I, I truly think that Jonas's love for his kids was just absolutely brilliant, and I really, truly believe that Hulda believes that should she had allowed her husband more influence in raising the children, in... Um, being allowed to like uh influence the way that they think, the way that they were raised, the way that the type of adult that they would be in the future, like be have more like hands on um in like influence in her their children's like um childhoods. Maybe Huda probably believes that um in the future they may be less inclined to want to um take over the job of whatever these crazy people are doing so yeah that's that's just my my belief that's why she sent him to Svalbard I really really truly that believe that that's the case I I don't know if it's the case um yeah so I'm just waiting for more information from the show and I hope they do I I hope they do touch upon that because I think that would be um interesting um, another thing, oh, that was my mom, I don't know, she let the cats in, I just keep telling her, don't let the cats in if you can't keep, like, an eye on the cats, but, yeah, that, that's just her, um, another thing that I really have to talk about, and I think this is the reason why I really needed to, like, get this out of me, like, right now, um, is that, can we just talk about the whole Amelia Marie uh, reveal? Because I'm fucking shaking in my boots right now. Like, holy balls. Amelia? Amelia has no DNA of any of the families, right? Okay, there are a lot of, like, revelations here. And I, I don't have time to, like, unpack it. Because I'm freaking hungry and I have to go to work in, like, an hour. So, um, yeah, like, the whole Amelia thing. The whole Amelia thing is flooring me right now. Like... No wonder she was a titular character in her own sort of um, uh, her own spinoff. Because I watched all the episodes, right? And I've I've also subscribed to the Patreon, and I've gotten access to like Imperial Exhibit, you know, uh, Iluka, and and I've listened to all of those at least two three times as well. And so, my goodness, the whole Amelia Marie thing makes so much sense. It makes so much sense, and it just I'm just so I, I cannot I cannot I'm still processing it, and it does make me wonder, 
if she is just having a delayed response, first and foremost, if, if she's having a delayed response to being changed into one of the monsters, or is she having a delayed responses to, like, the, the statue? Because Hulda sent one of the Forminthir, for Forminthir, I can't really pronounce it, I'm sorry. Um, she sent one of the Forminthirs to, to um, Amelia Marie's apartment, and it failed to, like, assassinate her, quote-unquote, right? So what does this mean? Like, is she like a different kind of like species that we've never encountered? Is she like another generation of like um guardian? Is she just different in some way that we are not? Uh, is she dangerous? That's my problem because right now, cast Graham Kasner, um Dragana, all of them, they're all going. I'm so sorry. That was my mom. Um, <laughs> all of them are going back to Outpost Freestead. And they're leaving Amila Marie with the survivors. So what does this mean? Well, they've given her a, a camcorder, like one of the body cams. So I guess we're about to find out. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm freaking out and I'm very hungry and I'm going to stop this here. It's a really short episode. Um, I just needed to get this out. We got so much reveals in this particular episode. We got so much, so many, many, many reveals, especially to like... Um, maybe the mythology as of the families and everything and how they came about and how why they're so special, why they're so like unique um as compared to the rest of the people. Um it sounds like this sort of alien. It it sounds alien though, the mythology. I feel like the the history channel will have like a field day if they ever discovered this type of um civilization. So yeah, there's there is that. Um yeah, that's all I wanted to say. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go have breakfast now and uh, dry my hair uh, and play with the cats because they're outside my door right now. So yeah, I hope everybody is having a good day, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you're listening from. Thank you for giving me a listen. Uh, yeah, I'll see you guys next time. Bye.